Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
JM in the AM. Eitan Katz. The D minor Nigun, as it's known, off of Baruchu. Eighth day for those who like uh, heading to the uh, NSN app early in the morning and uh, requesting eighth day. That's for you. It's called D-Don off of the CD entitled All You Got. Uh, you heard Derek Ha'or. That was Lenny Solomon. Zusha with Yoel's Nigun. Hashem Melech with Sholi. Omek Hadavar had Makar Chaim. They dominated our uh, bonus JM this morning. And Regesh with Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday on this November the 14th, day 25 in the month of Mar Cheshvan. Is Rosh Chodesh this weekend already? Wow. Time is moving quickly. The year 5778, and Ches, 38 degrees, 80% humidity, winds are north at 4 miles an hour. Partly cloudy today with a high temperature of 49. Then tonight, partly cloudy and a low of 38. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high temperature. 50 degrees. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 73. We're at 38 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. A special good morning to listener Rodney. A special good morning to listener Ira. And a special good morning on the app to listener Kalman, who checked in just before 6 a.m. on the app this morning. Uh, those of you who've checked in since 6 a.m., you will see the comments uh, on your phone, on your iPad, etc. Uh, I get to see all the morning comments in front of me, and I thank those who uh, requested eighth day, and I thank everybody else as well. A special shout-out to Yitzchak Saflis and everybody at Bottom Line Marketing Group. I was at a beautiful event last night celebrating 25 years of the um, BLMG, Bottom Line Marketing Group. It was really nice, and I want to thank Yitzchak Saflis. gave me the opportunity to... Uh, to speak during an introductory part of the program, and um, I was honored to do so. So a big thank you to Yitzhak Saflis and a big mazel tov, the Bottom Line Marketing Group, who we continue to highly, highly recommend for your marketing, etc. Yeah, we highly, highly recommend them. JM and the AM will check in later with uh, Rabbi Rubin from uh, the Kushner Schools. The uh, Atid Society event is coming up December the 3rd. We'll speak with him also. One, excuse me, one Israel fun this weekend, major event, New York City, uh, actually more accurately a terrace in the park out in Queens. So we will um, speak to Scott Feltman later on here at JM in the AM. Lots going on and we'll get to uh, as much as possible between now and 9 o'clock Eastern time. By the way, those of you who missed it, don't forget to check out my conversation yesterday with Nitsana Darshan Leitner, author of the book Harpoon. Unbelievable book. Uh, it's about 300 pages. Unbelievable book. And uh, I thought the conversation yesterday was, was quite good. I thought I asked a lot of questions that ignorant people like myself would ask, ignorant on the topic of, you know, intelligence, espionage, terrorism, etc. So uh, I think you'll find it fascinating. Check out the archive, NahumSiegel.com. Had an interesting uh, conversation with her in the latter part of yesterday's JM in the AM. All right, more coming up. Thanks for uh, listening in on a uh, JM in the AM Tuesday morning. This is brand new. It's called Six Days from someone named Ruvi New, who I'm told is down in Florida, and someone told me he used to be down in Georgia. Ruvi New, Six Days. You're listening to JM in the AM.
Oh, no. 
J.M. and the A.M. Psachia with a uh, selection entitled Melech Rachaman. Achim Banefesh by request from Avremel. Derech Achim had Od Yishama. Mordechai Shabiro's Kula. You heard Vahu done by the New York Boys Choir off of the brand new Menagain. Micha Gammerman had Marabu. Six days. That was Ruvi New, brand new. At America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard. On listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Galaitza in the background to our news from Israel coming up. Plenty more happening between now and 9 a.m. Eastern time, of course. Coming up at 9, JM Rewind. We'll have the interview I did with Zoli Honig of Wavecar when he was uh, on uh, Shark Tank. And Yitzi Bald with the New York Boys Choir brand new CD Menagain all coming up on JM Rewind between 9 and 10 this morning. You'll hear that. Avrami hosts a live lunch today between 11 and 1. Check that out. Yeshiva League Sports Update coming up. Yeshiva League Sports Update 20 minutes away here. At JMNAM, Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at JMNAM. Galitzal, שני ילדים נפגעו באורח אנוש בשרפה בשכונת בית חנינה שבירושלים, כתבתנו דור מימון. צוותי מגן דוד אדום מבצעים פעולות החייאה בילד בן חמש וילדה בת ארבע שנפגעו משאיפת השן בשרפה שפרצה בדירה בשהו וחולצו על ידי שוטרים. ארבעה צוותי כיבוי עדיין פועלים במקום לחיבוי השרפה והילדים מפונים לבית החולים הדסה הרצופים. המשטרה פתחה בחקירת הנסיבות. רוסיה מבהירה נוחות האיראנית בסוריה לגיטימית ואיננו מחויבים לנסיגתה. כתבנו נתן אלדרשן. שר החוץ של רוסיה, סרגי לברוב, הדגיש היום כי מוסקבה אינה מחויבת להבטיח את נסיגת הכוחות האיראנים בסוריה וכנוכחות המשטר האיראני שם חוקית. אתמול אמר ראש הממשלה נתניהו כי הבהיר לארצות הברית ולרוסיה שישראל תפעל בסוריה לפי הבנתה, לפי צורכי הביטחון שלה. בשורה לילדים העלוקים בתסמונת ניוון השרירים SMA 
חולים המוגדרים קשים יקבלו תרופה יקרה במיוחד להם זקוקים כבר היום. שערי ילדים ימתינו להחלטת ועדת סל התרופות בסוף השנה. כתבתנו טל זרביב שמע את שר הבריאות יעקב ליצמן. אי אפשר לבוא לסדר היום, להסתכל בעיניים של ילדים ולא לעשות משהו. ההבדל בין תרופה הזאת לתרופות אחרות, כי זה עוצר מיידי, וזה מציל אותה מיידי. זה הוכח מיידי, ולכן צריך להציל את זה מיום. שר הביטחון אביגדור ליברמן תוקף את משרד האוצר ואומר כי הוא מטרפד את החלטות הממשלה למיגון יישובי הצפון. כתבנו לענייני צבא צחי דבוש שמע אותו במפגש עם ראשי יישובים מהגליל והגולן. יש החלטת ממשלה שהיא מדברת בצורה מפורשת על הקצאת כ-150 מיליון שקל לכל הנושא מיגון עורף, ולצערי עד היום משרד האוצר מתערפל במימוש ההחלטה הזאת. שני הרוגים בתאונת דרכים ברחבי הארץ בתוך שעה, כתבנו לענייני תחבורה גל חן. רוכב אופנוע כבן 50 נהרג לאחר שהחליק בשדרות בן גוריון בבת ים. דקות ספורות לאחר מכן ברהט, גבר כבן 20 נהרג מפגיעת רכב. נזכיר שהיום מצוין היום הלאומי לבטיחות בדרכים. יושב ראש האופוזיציה יצחק הרצוג מגבה בשיחה עם רינו צרור בגלי צה"ל את דברי יושב ראש מפלגת העבודה אבי גבאי ולפיהם השמאל אכן שכח להיות יהודים. אני בפירוש חושב שהניסוח היה לקוי אבל הוא התכוון למשהו אחר לגמרי. הוא לא בא מהמקום של ביבי שאמר השמאל לא שכחו להיות יהודים מה זה להיות יהודים במין זלזול והתרסה הנקודת המוצא שלנו כתנועה צריכה לבוא ולומר זה שלנו, נכסי צאן הברזל הללו הם שלנו, ערכי היסוד הללו הם שלנו, לא התנכרנו להם ולא ברחנו מהם. והתחזית ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות בגליל ובגולן, זיהום אוויר חריג בעקבות סופת אבק. אלה החדשות שעורך דן דובין. Thank <laughs> you. Thank <laughs> you. 
על בכור וילדה, תודה גם על עושר בלי די. תודה על חגים, על שבת ששומרת, שלא ייגמר לעולם. כל יום שעובר בדרכי לגן עדן, שיוויתי אותך
in the AM. Uh, Ohad, first with the Kinderlach and a selection entitled Melech Malchem Lachim. And then with uh, the Segula album and Lamelech here at JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. Yeshiva League Sports Update, seven minutes away with Elliot Weiselberg. Today at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, we'll be at the Abels and Hyman booth, uh, booth number 609 at Kosher Fest. We'll be at with the A&H trying to determine which is the best-dressed kosher hot dog. There'll be a whole bunch of contestants there, and they'll be trying to dress up a hot dog as best as they can. What do they need to dress up a hot dog? Well, tune in. Tune in. Facebook Live. Nahum Siegel Network. Facebook Live, Nahum Siegel Network. 2 p.m. Eastern Time. For the world's most important hot dog contest. A&H at Kosher Fest with the world's best dressed kosher hot dog. Simple as that. 38 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 49. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Mazel Tov to Tzvi Zitzer. His big wedding is tonight. He is a, a wonderful member of the Lower East Side community. I take this opportunity to wish his parents, Michelle and David, who thank God have had... Uh, a whole host of amazing smachot recently, thank God. A very special mazel tov. To a rabbi, Mrs. Avram Garfinkel, and their daughter, Elisheva, the kala, mazel tov. So to Elisheva and Svi, we say mazel tov tonight, the big night in Brooklyn, New York. Looking forward to celebrating with them. 
Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Shiva League Sports Update is coming up next. Plenty more if you keep it here at JM in the AM. J.M. and the A.M. Tuesday morning with Aryeh Kunzler. That's Azya Shir. 
on this Tuesday. I want to again wish a mazel tov to um, Yitzchak Saflis and everybody at Bottom Line Marketing Group. They had an amazing 25th anniversary celebration last night. Um, I was proud to be part of it. We say mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. It was really a, uh, a great get-together. Tonight, Tuesday, November the 14th at 7 p.m., Beyond the Startup Nation. Join Nefesh Benefesh in a buffet dinner and hear from the key players in Israeli high-tech about the latest developments from the Startup Nation at the Museum of Jewish Heritage, Battery Place in New York City. Admission is free. It's nbn.org.il slash start-up. nbn.org.il slash start-up. And this is on the heels of the Karen Kayemethli Israel and Nefesh Benefesh joint Aliyah initiative announcement entitled Go Beyond. Never a better time to make Aliyah to Israel's north, south, and Jerusalem. And we'll have an opportunity to speak about all this uh, coming up at some point here at JMNAM. Tonight, there'll be opening remarks by Daniel Attar of KKLJNF. Noah Ya'ar, Director of Strategic uh, Position, uh, Partnerships, rather will be a guest presenter. Hanan Brand, co-founder of Cornerstone Venture Partners, will be there. And uh, Michael Kalantaroff, co-founder and CEO of Visual Estate, will be there as well. It's all tonight, 7 p.m., Museum of Jewish Heritage. Admission is free. Advanced reservations are recommended. Again, nbn.org.il slash start dash up. Um... This past Friday, Rifka Schoenfeld was with us on the air. Today at Merkaz Asimcha on Bay Avenue in Brooklyn is the seminar entitled Rethinking Challenging Behaviors of Children, Teens, and Adults. Uh, you can go to RifkaSchoenfeldSOS.com, RifkaSchoenfeldSOS.com for all the information on that. Um, trying to see what else we have here for you. Shiva University men's basketball team starts tomorrow night. First game is tomorrow night. Oh, boy, can't wait for that. We're going to be speaking with uh, Coach Steinmetz tomorrow at some point here at JM in the AM. Hours away from the opener, and we cannot wait. Speaking of sports, I want to give a special shout-out to our friends at Crown Trophy. Oh, yes. Our friends at Crown Trophy deserve a special shout-out. That's why they're getting it. Uh, that's Mike Feller and his entire staff. They love the fact that they're able to be associated with the Yeshiva League Sports Update and with our Court Report program, which airs every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Nahum Siegel Network. In fact, tonight at 7 p.m. it'll be repeated. So you'll be able to hear it if you missed it this past Sunday night. That's Court Report. Our Yeshiva League Sports Update is ready to roll. Elliot Weiselberg with a fresh new update on this Tuesday, November the 14th. Here we go. Yeshiva League Sports Update now. Oh, sorry about that. Hang on. Yeshiva League Sports Update now at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Today, on the Tuesday morning JM in the AM Sports Update, the Ravens soars in the varsity basketball birds of Prey Gauntlet. SAR's school-wide unbeaten streak falls to an arch-nemesis in JV basketball, and the boys from Deal wage war against two Brooklyn teams in varsity hockey, resulting in an impressive scoring stretch for one member of the Hillel Heat. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
Last week, we told you about SAR's school-wide quest to complete an undefeated season across all sports. Through 18 games across all leagues, the Sting journey seemed to be off to a great start. Then, the Frisch Cougars rolled in for a JV basketball grudge match. The two schools are no strangers to each other, having met in YU for the JV championship twice over the last three years. Any thoughts of an easy road would go out the window quickly as Frisch built a 13-1 lead in the first four minutes of the game. With five minutes to go in the half, SAR had cut the score to 17-11, but two straight sophomore Max Zockheim threes and several SAR turnovers would spark a 16-4 Frisch run punctuated at the second-half buzzer with back-to-back threes by Zockheim and sophomore David Cohen for a 33-15 halftime score en route to a 65-49 Frisch victory. SAR dropped to 500 at 1 and 1 with the loss. Frisch remains undefeated atop the division at 3 and 0. In other action, Hafter takes 2 on the week to remain a perfect 4 and 0, including a 46 to 44 win over the defending champion Mag and David Warriors. The Raven is less associated with being a predator than the Falcon or the Hawk, but this week it soars higher than the rest. In varsity basketball, Rombaum endured a two-game slate with Flatbush and Hafter in a battle of avian proportions. The Ravens appeared grounded in the first half against Flatbush, falling behind by 15 points against the visiting Falcons squad. A second-half rally and 10 three-pointers by senior Ellie Hanukkah, including one at the final buzzer, saw that deficit erased with overtime on the horizon. In the extra session, Rombaum clipped the Falcons defensively, holding them scoreless while dropping 13 of their own for a 64-51 win. Later on in the week, the Ravens would travel across the street to battle the Hafter Hawks. Rombaum went up five at the half and then held Hafter scoreless for the first five minutes of the third, outscoring the Hawks 11-4 in the period for a 12-point lead, paced by the play of juniors Aronazos and Ethan Aron for a 45-32 win, proving that in the Battle of the Birds, the Ravens are top flight. Moving over to varsity hockey, it's rare enough when a team scores nine goal in two competitive hockey games. It's even more rare when one person does it himself. But that's exactly what happened when Hillel dealt with two Brooklyn teams for their cross-conference games. Thursday night saw Hillel host and defeat the Shari Torres Stars 6-3, to behind five goals from senior Michael Ancona for Hillel's second win on the season. And Kona's solid numbers would not end there as last night saw Hillal travel to Darje Erez. And Kona notched four goals on the evening. However, this time the heat would fall short. YDE jumped out to an early 3-0 lead, and despite two heat comebacks, including two Ancona goals in four seconds with a minute to go in the game to cut the lead to two, and nearly a third ten seconds later, it was junior Edgar Chicalo's hat-trick for the Thunder that helped pace YDE to the 8-6 win. Looking for more Yeshiva League news and results? Tune into tonight's Encore presentation of The Court Report at 7 p.m. on the Nachum Siegel Network. This past week, we discussed the Cooper Tournament, girls' sports, and unveiled the inaugural 2017-2018 varsity and JV hockey rankings. This Sunday, we will have an all-new episode, complete with scores, standings, and highlights across all leagues. All that and more this Sunday night at 7 p.m. on The Court Report, presented by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, only on the Nachum Siegel Network, nachumsiegel.com. And that was your Tuesday morning JM the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning. Hello, hello, everybody. That's Yisrael Werdiger here on a J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday. Uh, an exciting show as usual. What can I tell you? Mazel tov to the Garfinkel and Zitzer families. The big wedding is tonight. Elisheva Garfinkel and Tzvi Zitzer. Mazel tov. Special mazel tov to Michelle and David and the entire family from all of us here at J.M. in the A.M. Looking forward to celebrating tonight. Don't forget, 2 o'clock this afternoon, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Facebook Live with the Nahum Siegel Network will be at booth number 609, 
at Kosher Fest. Abel's and Hyman, they're getting set for the uh, best dressed hot dog contest. The best dressed hot dog contest. Who will be the big winner? Make sure to be tuned in 2 p.m. Eastern time on Facebook Live with us on the Nahum Single Network Facebook page. Should be a lot of fun determining the best dressed kosher hot dog. I know I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zeb and Rabbi and Zechonishmas Esther Vasser Rabbi Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Rabbi Shmuel Nagid lived in Iberia at the time of the Moorish rule. When the Berbers took Cordoba, he fled the city. Eventually, he moved to Granada, where he became the assistant visor to the Berber king. Reb Shmuel Nagid contributed a lot to the prosperity of Spain. He was beloved by the king, who appointed him visor. There was a certain Jewish tailor who couldn't stand that Reb Shmuel Nagid had achieved such a position. He composed vicious anti-Semitic songs that he would sing to himself at first, and then, as he gained confidence, he would sing them louder and louder. He would sing when the king's coach would pass in the street, and finally, the songs reached the ears of the king. The king inquired who was singing and found out that it was the tailor. He ordered the tailor's tongue cut out, and since the songs were against Shmuel Nagid, he ordered him to execute the punishment. The tailor was understandably shaken. But then, when he saw Shmuel Nagid, he was smiling. He hadn't a trace of anger on his face. In fact, in his hands, he held a gift for the tailor. Reb Shmuel did not carry out the decree, but instead he befriended the tailor and won him over. From that day on, when the king's coach would pass, the tailor would sing songs of praises. But then the king realized it was the tailor's voice, and he got angry at Reb Shmuel Nagid. Didn't I order you to cut out the tailor's tongue? Reb Shmuel replied, But your majesty... I did indeed carry out your orders. I removed the tailor's old tongue and replaced it with a new one. The king said, nevertheless, I wish you would have obeyed my exact command and not have been so kind. The visor then said, Your majesty, I acted for your greater glory. The king said to him, What do you mean? Rav Shmuel answered, Had I cut out his tongue, all your loyal subjects might have considered the possibility that the tailor was right, and the Jews are a despicable people. But since the king loves the visor so much, he ordered the tailor be silenced. By sparing the tongue, I caused it to change its tune. The tailor retracted his original feelings, and now he is a testimony to the goodness of our people. The king smiled and said, I always knew that you are a wise man. Now you have really proven it. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM. My thanks to Rabbi Goldwasser. Tuesday morning broadcast on this 14th of November and the 25th of Mar Cheshvan. Many of you are aware of the fact that the Atid Society of the Kushner Schools, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School, um, are going to be... Um, celebrating uh, having a wonderful event together on the night of December the 3rd. It's the uh, the night that the Atid Society is going to be presenting Safam, and we have been uh, rightfully encouraging everybody to be at that concert because if you've never seen Safam in concert before, 
at any point in your in your life, you have to see them at least once. If you've seen them already, I don't, I don't have to sell you on it. You know how great the act is. So that's happening coming up. We have the information for you. We have a privilege of uh, having with us live via telephone the head of school of the Kushner schools. Rabbi Rubin tells me that he is now the head of school from nursery all the way through 12th grade. And a moment ago, he uh, he said to me that the same formula that educates our youngest educates our high schoolers as well. Rabbi Eli Rubin, a privilege to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's always a privilege to uh, be on your show, and to, so it's always great for me to thank you publicly because we all every day thank you privately for all the great work you do for Am Yisrael and our people here, and of course, in Eretz Yisrael. I appreciate that very much. Now, tell me, what is this formula that works educationally both for those as young as nursery and those as old as seniors in high school? When students are given the encouragement and the emphasis that they belong and that they, uh, they matter, they are also, at that point, willing and they feel comfortable to take educational leaps and risks and to feel comfortable in their surroundings, which gives them the confidence and ultimately the competence to expand their educational experiences. So it's a matter of belonging, and um, it's, it's a formula that works not only for children, but it's a formula that works for Jewish communities world round. Uh, one of the great strengths of Am Yisrael has always been that we belong to communities, and that belonging and giving children a voice and knowing that they matter also gives them the platform to make good decisions because they matter to people around them. So the health and the vibrancy of high school students always comes down to understanding that they make good choices because they're important to others. So when, you, uh, when you're looking for staff members, when you're interviewing for teachers and other specialists for your schools, it is a requirement, I would guess, that they have this type of attitude towards students. Absolutely. Uh, in, in our school, I like to say that we're a very big, small school. And the uh, environment of a big, small school means that, on one hand, we offer a broad range of learning opportunities in the classroom and out of the classroom for all of our students. But at the same time, the environment is such that teachers feel that they matter. And if they matter in a school, that permeates and begins to influence and inform their professional practice in all matters of school life. And uh, the school administration and the faculty work very closely together in cultivating and creating this environment. And it's not just platitudes, because if everyone has a stake in which direction of the school and feel that their contributions are making a difference in the lives of children, they begin to feel they matter, then it just by extension, it is transfer, transfer, transferred and transmitted to our students. All right, Ellie Rubin is with us. Just out of curiosity, aside from yourself, any other staff member that spends time with both elementary and high school students at Kushner? We, we've tried to create a porous school administration in which the leadership of all the divisions are collaborating with each other uh, on both on joint projects and in leadership meetings. So uh, high school, middle school, and lower school administrators uh, are crisscrossing the divisions to make sure that we're able mm. to keep our messaging consistent and also to keep the divisions connected in appropriate ways. So, for instance, on Thanksgiving and at other seasonal points of the year, we'll run full school assemblies uh, that's usually around a theme and all divisions participate. And I'm happy to tell you we have a real problem. 
because uh, in the last two years, we can no longer fit into our 600-plus seat auditorium because we have grown over 100 students to our 760 over the past three years. So even if we uh, use every corner in the auditorium and put in extra seats, we can no longer fit the school together in our room. We've grown out of our space. And I will tell you that three years ago, I know certain people were concerned about that, and now you turn around three years later and you're bursting at the seams. It's, a, it's, such, it's, a, it, it's partly because of the recognition of our communities, that we're working closely with our community rabbis uh, to make sure that we promote the Essex County communities. Uh, but it's obviously that we've, uh, we're discovered. And uh, when a school that can offer so much to children and the, the people are responsive and caring, uh, that is really the formula that everyone wants. But at the same time, uh, our students are thriving, they're excelling. And I, I tell our high school students also, I think this is important for all yeshiva high schools to uh, probably share the same idea, but we should iterate it over and over again. Yeshiva high school students are the new adults. The, the complex problems that the Jewish people face and always have faced used to be the domain of the adult community. Now it's the college-age community. These are the students who are now at the tip of the sword, and we have to teach them at the youngest ages to begin to develop a voice and to begin to understand their responsibility to and for Am Yisrael. Just yesterday, was, just the last week, I was speaking to one of our graduates at Princeton. I asked him about, uh, tell me how the uh, Israel climate is. He said it's quiet and it's comfortable, and he doesn't really feel so much of what we spoke about. And then, of course, we know just literally a day later, yeah. the Hillel uninvited this, the minister Hotovli uh, uh, from a speaking engagement. Now, they may have apologized, and if they apologize, it's because of the voices of our students. But our students have to understand that they have responsibility, and that responsibility grows out of our Jewish educational messaging and the experiences we offer our students in all levels of the school. Well, I will tell you, Rabbi Rubin, and obviously I don't direct this at you and, and, and everybody at Kushner, just a general comment. If that's the case, the way you just described it, that the younger, uh, that the, that the younger part of our uh, community has a greater responsibility, then I, then I think our high schools have to step it up even more because there are too many of our high school administrators who wait for our students to get to Israel to quote unquote grow up or to advance, uh, you know, by leaps and bounds. I think there's a lot more work we could do on this side of the world. Absolutely, and uh, you know, part of the now we're operating uh, mostly independent uh, one one another, and uh, we're not coordinating enough in recognizing uh, that we are now carrying the burden of responsibility and the Israel programs as much as they offer a deep dive and an immersion into the world of Torah, it's not always the mandate of Israel programs to help prepare students to be the active advocate voices on college campuses. We've responded already. We've changed our history curriculum in the 12th grade to be a sequential modern Jewish history course that's mandatory for all students from grades uh, from the beginning of September till the end of the year. Uh, begins of the 1800s and ends of the Yom Kippur War, because in order for students to be Israel advocates, they have to be Israel-informed. And uh, the information they receive and the learning they do in, on our school campus is it's not biased. Uh, it doesn't come with a political point of view. It's an objective history course. So students understand the real issues, and when mantras and slogans are thrown at them, they'll be able to really understand and develop 
an informed voice on how to speak in the name of Am Yisrael. Yeah. Um, and it's important to give students a wide range of ideas. Uh, narrowing the dialogue to any particular narrative will ultimately do them harm when they get to college because they won't really be equipped to understand what some of the opposing voices are speaking about. Oh. Uh, heartwarming that you tell me this, and I'm glad to hear it, frankly. I think we're, we, become, we become too dependent on institutions on the other side of the world, and I think it's unrealistic for, uh, for us to um, uh, continue to uh, educate our children in the areas you just described um, and leave it up to others. Um, Rabbi Eli Rubin is with us live via telephone. The Atid Society, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School, presents Safam. The Jewish American Sound, as they're known, on Sunday, December the 3rd. I hope to see everybody there, by the way. Performance begins at 7.30 p.m. They have a whole lineup, of course, uh, for the Atid Society. Uh, dinner, pre-concert gathering, post-concert gathering, etc., etc. Those of you who are familiar with it, you know it's always a special night. Information line is 862-437-8001. That's 862-437-8001. Special tip of the hat to uh, the Halpern family and Pioneers for a Cure, who are one of the sponsors of the event. Information online, jkha.org slash atid, jkha.org slash atid. This is, uh, I, I know you're not in charge of development, Rabbi Rubin, but you can tell us that this is a very important event for the school. This is a critical event. It's part of our annual campaign, and uh, we really, every year as the needs grow in the Jewish community and the resources shrink, we need to raise more and more funds, and of course we're very grateful to the Halpern family and all of our philanthropic community that supports us, and I, I'm, I think, Nachum, it should be promoted that you will be the master of ceremonies. Yeah, I, uh, I am looking... Uh, not a small piece, and all of your fans from uh, worldwide should stream in to make sure that they hear Nachum serving uh, in this very special capacity at the Atit Society. In the past, we've had Duda Fisher, Yitzhak Mayor Helfgott, and I'm happy to tell all of our guests that don't live in Livingston or, or in Essex County that we have plenty of parking. So whereas Broadway in Manhattan, it has an allure. Its parking is great, no bridge if you're living in Jersey, and it's a wonderful cultural event and become part of our school so you can matter even more. Uh, it's all happening on December 3rd. And Rabbi Rubin, am I, uh, am I right that you are of the generation like myself that uh, remembers the incredible performances of Safam. Does the name ring oh, a bell, Robert Absolutely. It's a, it, 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 I had a, I, when it comes to music and culture, the, the, the mantra is that familiarity brings content. And uh, <laughs> listening to Safam perform, which is a great American Jewish voice, uh, I know will bring everybody great inspiration and a moment of warmth and an embrace from our greater Jewish community. It'll be a wonderful evening. It's gonna and be the a, food will be great, too. It's going to be a great night. Yeah, I hear it's a full night of uh, amazing programming, and, of course, the music is phenomenal. Uh, be there, everybody. Sunday, December 3rd, uh, starts at 7.30 p.m., jkha.org slash atid, and support of the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. How many years are you out there already in the Kushner uh, School? I'm in my 11th year. Nice. We uh, spent Shabbos together in Manhattan many years ago. I <laughs> say that again. I'm an Essex County boy. I don't know if you know I that. I know that. And your father has a deep, uh, deep roots in Newark. So we want to see you more and more come back to our school where you got your start. How's the Newark population in Kushner doing? Do we need to work on that? Well, we are <laughs> using some grants from the Gottesman and Federation Foundations. We've been uh, partnering with 
uh, different uh, uh, help organizations in Newark. We just recently sent uh, around 15 of our students, along with some Newark students, to the United States Holocaust Museum. Wow. And uh, we, uh, are, we, are, do, we perform what's called Street Torah. Uh, once every two weeks, our students go out to uh, Newark and they distribute food to the homeless. And uh, it's becoming now quite an attraction for some of the uh, poor of Newark, recognizing that the Ray Kushiva High School cares about them. And uh, we believe that we have a responsibility not only to our own community, but to society and to humanity as a whole. And it's great to see our students stepping up and taking on that on that role. Make sure to tell the students that that's where it all began for Kushner, right there in Newark, New Jersey. Right in Newark, New Jersey. In Rabbi Ruben, call December 3rd. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Now. Best regards to everybody out there at Kushner. Rabbi Ellie Rubin is head of school, nursery through 12th grade at the Kushner School. Safam will be there December 3rd, everybody, in a performance that starts at 7.30 p.m. Information, jkha.org slash atid. Make sure to be there.
Yaakov Shweki, Eight Record. That's a popular song. Confident Sharm done by Simcha Liner. You heard Safam with Nachamu. Safam, December 3rd, Atit Society at the Kushner Schools in Livingston, New Jersey. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachamuSegal.com on the NachamuSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And uh, our friends at Bedford on Park. 
They want to host your corporate party, your get-together, your holiday celebration. Located at 61 East 34th Street in New York City, Bedford-on-Park. They've got the uh, amazing Chef Alex. Incredible dishes, including soup, salads, and starters that are amazing. The lamb bacon, the barbecue brisket sliders, and more. 22-ounce steak with that exclusive Chef Alex rub. Delicious desserts and so much more. They can accommodate up to 150 people at the northwest corner of Park Avenue and 34th Street in New York City. Go to bedfordkitchen.com, bedfordkitchen.com. Get your reservation in now for a Hanukkah celebration, year-end party, whatever it is that you're throwing at the end of 2017 for your staff, your colleagues, your clients, etc. Bedford on Park. Tell them you heard about it here on the Nahum Siegel JM in the AM Network. By the way, today, A&H, Abels and Hyman at booth number 609 at Kosher Fest is going to be having the best dressed hot dog uh, contest. We'll be there. The best dressed hot dog. Who will win? Do I have a list of contestants here? Where's my list of contestants? Where is my list of contestants? The judges are Hani Applebaum of Busy in Brooklyn, Elon Kornblum, the restaurant guy, and Miriam Pascal of OvertimeCook.com. Contestants, Melinda Strauss of KitchenTested.com, Esty Berkowitz, Primetime Parent, Kosher Feast, Malky Hirsch at Kiss the Kosher Cook, Kayla Kay, The Kitch NY, and... Phil Fogel, FogelsEatForFree.com. <laughs> anyway, those are the five contestants. One of them will walk away with a big cash prize and the trophy. A&H, Abels and Hyman, ready to find out who's got the best-dressed hot dog. We'll be there starting at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Watch the entire proceeding at Facebook.com slash Network. Facebook.com slash Network. Big mazel tov going out to Yitzchak Saflis. And his amazing staff at Bottom Line Marketing Group, they had their amazing and incredible 25th anniversary celebration last night. I was honored to be part of it. Mazal tov to Yitzchak Saflis, everybody at Bottom Line Marketing Group. Mazal tov to the Garfinkel and Zitzer families. Uh, Eli Sheva and Svi are getting married tonight. We wish them a very special mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Boy, oh boy. Brand new from a group called RJ2. RJ2 at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with the New York Boys Choir, as introduced to us by Itzy Bold. And by the way, that conversation where Itzy Bold introduced that album, Minagain, is going to be part of J.M. Rewind one hour from now. That's right, 9 until 10 today, J.M. Rewind, with the interview we did with Zali Honig of Wavecar after his appearance on Shark Tank. And Yitzi Bold and the New York Boys Choir, a debut of Minagain, that brand new CD, Minagain, which you just heard of Atakadosh here at uh, JM in the AM. All right, so that's coming up on JM Rewind right after JM in the AM this morning. Get ready to uh, enjoy. Um, uh, before that, you heard RJ2, a group that had been introduced to us when we were back in Jersey City a couple of years ago. They're out of Brooklyn, New York, and uh, pretty good sound, I must say. They sound pretty good. RJ2, a song called Rachem off of their collection entitled Modim here at JM in the AM. Mazel tov again to Yitzchak Saflis, everybody at Bottom Line Marketing Group on the big 25th anniversary celebration last night. It was really an honor to be part of it. It was a very cool event. And um, I thank him very much. Uh, Many of you are aware that there are some really important and wonderful events going on in our community. And uh, this coming Sunday, November the 19th, we have an opportunity to really make a difference when it comes to the continued growth of the land and the state of Israel. This coming Sunday, the 23rd anniversary gala dinner for the One Israel Fund with the theme... Judea and Samaria celebrate the miracle 50 years since the reclamation of our heartland. It's happening at Terrace on the Park this coming Sunday night with a buffet dinner starting at uh, 6 p.m. And um, information about the event, 516-239-9202, could also uh, dial uh, you could also uh, go online oneisraelfund.org slash dinner oneisraelfund.org slash dinner I will be there I am proud to say that I'm serving as master of ceremonies for this landmark event I thank uh, Scott Feltman and the board for the uh, the opportunity to do so it'll be catered by main event muzzone you know that's going to be good and the honorees include guests of honor Steve and Susan Orlo. We had an opportunity to speak with Steve on Friday, which was a great conversation. Martin and Zena Cohen and Bensi and Rena Chill. Again, all happening this coming Sunday night with a special Safer Torah inscription ceremony in memory of the Solomon's members of the Solomon family who were brutally murdered in Nevate Suf. You may recall that attack. With us live via telephone, he is the executive vice president for the last 10 years over at the One Israel Fund, our good friend Scott Feltman. Scott, welcome back to JM in the AM. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Nachum. I appreciate that. It seems that our community is getting it. They're understanding how important this event is this coming Sunday night. Thank God the turnout has been phenomenal. The interest has been great, and new people actually are are calling up about the event. I think the whole 50th celebration is really galvanizing the community. Um, we all understand its importance. Is it all about 50, Scott? Because, you look, you've been in this position for a while. I've been observing One Israel Fund all these years. It's no secret that there are peaks and valleys in terms of interest in different organizations, and it seems we're really heading 
toward a peak with One Israel Fund right now? Is it only about the 50 and people feeling that anniversary, or is it a lot bigger than that? I think I think the 50th is is is, is the impetus for people to take notice. But you know, we've been around now for 23 years, a little bit more than 23 years. Everybody understands uh, what I believe to be the failures of Oslo. And One Israel Fund was there as an antidote from its very beginning. And we're starting to really see a tremendous amount of growth and vibrancy to the communities in Judea and Samaria. And I'm just very humbled. I mean, you made it sound like, you know, I've been here forever. It's been 10 years. <laughs> and, um, and we've made a tremendous difference in, in, in the growth and, and also in you know, saving lives, enhancing lives just doing what we do every day. So I think that the message has gotten through. I think that you've also helped with that each year. I appreciate that. One of the, one of the things that we really have taken notice of is that, and, and every organization wishes they had this, you have become a tremendous attraction to the young people in our community. It is not unusual to walk in this coming Sunday night and see teenagers, people in their 20s and 30s, who have really hooked on to the cause and have made it a cause celeb for them and their families. And I think that that's, that's a very significant development. It's interesting. When I came back to One Israel Fund in 2007, it was a typical older support crowd. And what the message I keep getting now from that generation of supporters, and we have a lot of them coming, obviously, this year for Steve and Susie, um, is that they are so excited and, and energized by the by the excitement of the younger people in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, we're honoring the Chills this year, who are prominent members of our Young Leadership Committee. And it was really a, a major focus uh, over the past 10 years to develop that division. And it really gives a tremendous excitement and energy in the room when you come and you see it. And you don't really expect it uh, from, from an entity like ours that caters to, you know, the 50th year and people going back to 67. Most of the people in the room... Uh, are not were not even born then. <laughs> Unbelievable, it's true. Uh, Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. 516-239-9202. This Sunday at the Terrace on the Park in Flushing, New York. All right, tell us about the, uh, the Safer Torah and in general how that's going to impact Sunday night's program. So as you know, our dinner is always focusing on the positives and life and growth in these communities. But unfortunately, we know that with that, you know, sometimes there are, there are tragedies. And a few of our donors stepped up, and they wanted to dedicate a safe Torah in memory of the Salamans for the community of Nevei Tzuf. Um, and we basically spoke to them and said, you know, we would like to be able to finish that safe Torah at our dinner, and turn it into somewhat more of a, of a celebration of life. Uh, unfortunately, it happened. And, you know, what most people don't know, although we've publicized it on our social media, is that a week before that attack, our cameras were instrumental in stopping a terrorist infiltration in Pagot, a town people know very well. And two weeks after that attack, our cameras in that turret stopped a, an infiltration. And just, I think, a week or two ago, another infiltration was stopped. So we are successfully thwarting terror, but we're not, you know, it's not foolproof. So this, this Torah is really a, it's a celebration of life, even though it's being donated for you know, what we hope will never happen again. 
And we are very, very honored that the donors of the Torah, who wish to remain anonymous, are allowing us to complete the Torah. So everyone that comes that night will have an opportunity to inscribe a letter in the Sefer. And then we're going to, uh, we're going to present it to the community of Nevei Tzuf, and it will be flown out to Nevei Tzuf the following week. And the Torah will be the centerpiece, ironically enough, of both the beginning and the end of Sunday night's program, right? Correct. When people arrive, there will be op- there will be an opportunity to inscribe a letter, and at the conclusion of the program, we hope to be able to uh, escort the Sefer Torah and dance with it uh, at, 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 at the conclusion of the program. Right. Um, and uh, we mentioned, uh, I mentioned earlier that I spoke with Steve Orlo on the air this past Friday. He and Susan are the guests of honor. We have Martin and Zena Cohen, and as you mentioned, Bensi and Rena Chill as well. So a lot of great honorees, wonderful people coming. Great catering, the special Sefer Torah inscription ceremony. It is it, it, you, you have a reputation of having a crisp and exciting dinner. We all know how exciting the cause is, and this Sunday night, I'm sure, will not be an exception. Those of you who remember our trip to Israel in May for Jerusalem 50 will recall that we were at the uh, groundbreaking ceremony of the Binyamin Region Medical Center. Scott Feltman, is there an update you can give us regarding progress in that area? I can. Uh, it's an amazing thing. The final permits have now been submitted. We are anxiously awaiting for the final signatures on those permits, and the plan is to commence building uh, in the spring, right after the winter season. Um, so things are moving along swimmingly. Um, donors are stepping up to the plate. So uh, that project is full steam ahead. In fact, there is now a new board of directors for the medical center on the Israeli side who will eventually uh, take over the, the day-to-day operations and running of the, of the center. Uh, we are the piece that will you know, raise the funds to build it, but then obviously it needs to be run, and all the pieces are falling into place. It's the most ambitious project we've ever been involved with. It's estimated to cost between 15 and 20 million, and it will completely change the landscape of the Binyamin region, which is the largest regional council in the country. And we continue to uh, refer to the uh, to the dinner commemorating and celebrating the miracle. A lot of people look at that medical center, frankly, as an amazing miracle. The way you just described it is accurate. It's going to completely change the region, and it will be miraculous for a lot of families who've had to travel a long, long time each time they need a medical facility. It, it, aside from the life-saving component to the center, I was speaking to, uh, to someone in Binyamin whose wife, we shouldn't know from it, was suffering from, uh, from cancer and had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning three days a week in order to brave the traffic to make it for her treatment sessions at Hadassah uh, by 6 a.m. He said, what this medical center will mean is that I can get up at 7.30, roll out of bed, and get to a medical center by 8 o'clock for a treatment and not have to worry about that backup at the checkpoints on the way into Jerusalem. It's a life-changing situation on so many different levels. No question about it. Uh, Scott Feldman's with us, Executive Vice President, One Israel Fund. Dinner is Sunday night. We will be there. I hope you'll be there, everybody. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. 516-239-9202. Scott, you got to address something that I, I brought up with Steve on Friday, and nobody knows this better than you do from your perspective. It is unbelievable how many initiatives, and this is something that, that, that you know, you've pointed out and our listeners have to hear it. It's unbelievable how many initiatives that you and the organization have undertaken have been uh, the target 
of notice, of being noticed by the Israeli government and Israeli security authorities, and all of a sudden, the 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 small uh, germ of an idea that you guys planted, a small seed of an idea that you guys planted, ends up being a full blown project by the Israeli government or by security forces in different areas, and that must be an amazing feeling. It's an unbelievable feeling. Uh, look, we've been doing this a long time. We have experts in the field. Uh, the government uh, matches our projects quite often, uh, but the, I think the, the project that you're specifically referring to is that back in 2014, after the last war in Gaza, there was a security chief, a civilian security chief on the Gaza border who was killed on the last day, and we found out that they weren't wearing their vests because the vests that had been given out during the Intifada days were very bulky and not really designed for their role in getting in and out of vehicles to patrol the outskirts of the community. So our security projects director, Mark Provisor, who himself was a civilian security chief, set out to redesign their vests. And he created a brand new vest using the IDF suppliers, and we started to do the project. And we were successful in completing the security chief's end of the component of that project. We did about 300 vests. Each one of them cost about $1,450. Wow. And we just got word before Pesach that the IDF uh, has adopted our design and is now in uh, putting into their budget over 9 million shekel <laughs> to supply the same designed vest for all of the civilian team members of the emergency response teams in the, in the Yishuvim and the communities throughout Judea and Samaria. So our, our starting a project, our little bit uh, that we did, has gone so much farther than we had ever imagined. So anybody so, happen all the time. So anybody who gave you 100 bucks for that project really got about 10 grand to go to the Israeli soldiers in the end. <laughs> At least. I mean, it's, it, it, was, it was multiplied tenfold, twentyfold, whatever the numbers are. But right. you know, anybody that participates in the projects that we're involved with we're now doing a communication upgrade. We did a pilot project in four communities, and now the IDF is adopting that particular equipment that we, that we, that we uh, uh, figured out. Um, and now the IDF is involved with that. Uh, our playgrounds are matched. Uh, the mixes that we're building now are getting some more government, government funds, which hadn't been done in Judea and Samaria in quite some time. Uh, and the medical center, too. So... Uh, we've been given tremendous support from the government. Uh, we work, you know, as much as we can with them. Uh, and we do it in an area that unfortunately is kind of shunned by most of the major philanthropic organizations around the country. No question about it. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. 516-239-9202. This Sunday night, Terrace in the Park. We will be there. I hope you're there, everybody. Scott Feltman, anything you'd like to add? Just people should know that when they're coming this year, especially Steve and Susan Orlo, who you had the pleasure of, of interviewing last week, right. he was the founding president of the organization. There is not a single project that has been done in the history of the organization that wasn't impacted directly or impa indirectly by the Orlos. And it's so important to come out and just show appreciation for everything they've done, because One Israel Fund would not be here today as strong as it is without their impact and their input. 100%. Well-deserved and well-said. Scott, we'll see you Sunday night. Thank you so much for joining us today. Looking forward. Thanks so much, Nachum, as always. It's going to be a great night, everybody. Tell your friends to come as well. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. It is going to be 
a very fun and informative night. And as you heard us describe just now, and Scott said it so well, it is a night that has such impact. <laughs> the organization raises, you know, a few thousand dollars even for something or tens of thousands of dollars for something. And all of a sudden, Israeli government and security forces are, uh, you know, kicking in millions of shekel for, for, a, for, for an expansion of that type of project. That's the pressure that is put by One Israel Fund just by doing their work on the um, on the authorities in Israel. For that alone, it's worth being part of it. But the spirit and the incredible great feeling you get from being part of it, uh, helping to build Israel, is just remarkable. Uh, again, uh, oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. Plenty more coming up. It is a, a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. To sing your praise, my heart to feel the joy. Let me have the gift for which I'm yearning. Another night in Israel. Desert flowers blooming in the spring, the grapes upon the vine. Let me walk the beaches in the moonlight Let me fall in love in Israel Wherever you go from our souls A time to mend A time to gather stones A time for peace In Israel Let me hear the voice of bride and groom Of laughter in the streets the prayers of our children so they need not fear in Israel wherever you go
share the dream To reach across the distance It's closer than it seems Wherever you go I will go Having to follow my heart Riding the wings that will carry
כל החיים שלי ידעתי שאין לנו לסמוך, אין לו על אבינו, וזו הדרך שבחרתי ללכת בעקבות השורשים שלנו. ואיזו מתנה קיבלתי להיות יהודי, להיות בן של מלך, ועל כל מה שעברתי אמרתי תודה כי זו That's Amram Adar, of course, Yehudi Ma'amin, here at JM in the AM. Mordechai Shapiro's Lee, that's the name of the song from Machar, in Israel at Sam Glazer. Listener Ruvain contacted us with a big happy birthday wish. Happy birthday to Sarah Hannah Brick, celebrating her first Hebrew birthday today. Sarah Hannah Brick, happy birthday. Yom Huledet Sameach from all of us here at JM in the AM. All right. Want to thank those who are um, commenting on the app. A lot of great comments today. Um, Mazel Tov to Hal and Rebecca Levy on the birth of a baby boy. Mazel Tov to Hal and Rebecca Levy, birth of a baby boy. It's from one of our listeners from earlier this morning in the seven o'clock hour. Mazel Tov from all of us here at JMM. Is that is that the Hal and Rebecca Levy that I'm thinking? Wow. We know them. That's great news. Mazal Tov. 
Mazel Tov to Elisheva Garfinkel and Svi Zitzer. The big wedding goes uh, goes on tonight. Big celebration happens tonight. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JMNAM. Mazel Tov to our friend Yitzchak Saflis and his staff at Bottom Line Marketing Group. Last night's 25th anniversary celebration was amazing. Mazel Tov. Want to thank our friends at OnlySimchas.com. OnlySimchas.com is not about Only Simchas anymore. They do a whole bunch of great news stories from around the Jewish world, including a lot of stuff that happens here. Our own content at the Nahum Siegel Network. So thank you to OnlySimchas.com. OnlySimchas.com. Check them out every day for all the Simcha news and for news ideas, or I should say news items, from around the Jewish world. Our friends at Bedford-on-Park want to host your corporate holiday party. You have a big party coming up at the end of 2017 for your staff, your colleagues, your clients. Bedford-on-Park with Chef Alex. They'll take care of it. They can accommodate up to 150 people. Delicious menu, as we've been telling you. Large location at the northwest corner of 34th Street and Park Avenue. Location cannot possibly be better. And they have a, a party room for your family Hanukkah celebration. They have the entire restaurant for 150 people for your corporate party, whatever the case may be. Just get in touch with them today, bedfordkitchen.com, bedfordkitchen.com, Bedford on Park. And you may have seen the video that we did recently where we reminded everybody that Bedford on Park is now open on Saturday night, and they're going to be open on Thanksgiving. You should get your reservations in for that. And, of course, the corporate parties Etc. at 61 East 34th Street in New York City. They have a full bar, great menu, wonderful restaurant, phenomenal ambiance. Check it out today. Bedfordkitchen.com, bedfordkitchen.com. Again, you want to inquire about Bedford on Park, 61 East 34th Street in New York City. Let them know that Nahum Siegel sent you. By the way, those of you who are using the JM and the AM app, that will become obsolete very, very soon. You want the Nahum Siegel Network app. The Nahum Siegel Network app is what you want. NSN. Make sure to install that. And our Yeshiva League sports update uh, took place earlier today, earlier this morning with Elliot Weiselberg. If you missed any of it, of course, there is an archive section on our website, and we highly recommend you uh, check out the archives so that you can uh, take advantage and catch up. Uh, big Shari Tzedek dinner tomorrow night, New York City, ACSZ.org, ACSZ.org for American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center. Again, that's ACSZ.org. And uh, that takes place uh, tomorrow evening. Mazal Tov to Dina and Ari Katz, the Yachad Malava Malka this coming Saturday night in New Jersey. Very much looking forward to that. A lot of things happening. Plenty of stuff going on, I'm proud to say. Lavy Cohen is brand new at JM in the AM.
spielen Fiederlach, tanzen Niederlachtaf, wenn ich im kleinen Bois in dem nahen Beisamiger schäuf der alter Mame Stolz. Zionser, dies unser Mutter, Eloikeine, unser Futter, Eieser, Agotagutter, er verlost uns nicht. Lomir Gott, ständig bleiben, Wetter uns Koyach geben, alle Sonny mit Berleben, Ort und Wert mit Willen wieder lach, tanzen, niederlacht ab, wenn uns im kleinen Gräus in dem nahen Beisamig, durch euch der alter Mame Scholz. In die Herzen reindringen, ich soll's lullen, wenn du klingen, euch der Welt barin. Wer es will zu uns noch kommen, will mir ganz schön aufnehmen, wenn keinem nicht verschämen, wie man noch uns verschämt. Wie es pochen, jüdische Kinder in Israel schufen Rinder auf jeder Wagentur. Wir wollen unser Land verwandeln in Holovenwasch und Rosinkessen wandeln, wenn wir wieder handeln in unser Land Israel. Willen wieder lacht, tanzen, niederlacht, wenn ich im kleinen Gräus in den Nahen Besamig durchschäuft der alter Mames Scheus. Stut, Jerusalem, alten Teil und der Neim, müssen jeden euch verdeihen, das ist unser Ziel. Der Ried wird keinmal ruhig bleiben, er wird ständig dort streiben. Jerusalem soll noch bleiben in unser Land, ich so Dudu Fischer closing out our jam in the AM Tuesday broadcast. He's pretty amazing, huh? Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners, sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com. On the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a great Tuesday here at JM and the AM. JM Rewind is next. My conversation with um, my conversation with uh, Zoli Honig of Wavecar, who was on uh, Shark Tank, and our conversation with Yitzi Bald of the New York Boys Choir with the brand new CD Menagain. They're both part of JM Rewind next here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Avrami's live 11 until 1, and don't forget 2 p.m., 2 p.m. Eastern Time. We're on Facebook Live. Nachum Single Network on Facebook Live. Go to ne- go to Facebook.com slash Nachum Single Network at 2 p.m. The A&H contest will be on. We'll see who ends up being the winner. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Single reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. Yeah.